circumstances to take our eyes and thoughts off Jesus and get them on ourselves and our abilities, we become vulnerable to a spirit of discouragement. Today on Dash, Dr. Dixon shares how to fight off the spirit of discouragement. Well, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Oh, it's so good to be with you in the midst of these difficult and changing, ever-changing times. We have stability as well as hope as to a great future that God has for you. I want to share with you on today about how to fight off the spirit of discouragement. Discouragement will take you under, but God wants to take you over. Have you ever uh, been fighting off a spirit of discouragement lately? Uh, Have you? It seems that circumstances, failures, people, and finances have decided to gang up on you, to bully you. (laughs) Just take encouragement right out of your life. Yeah. I'm so thankful to report that I have learned several important lessons during a time that the enemy would try to discourage you. I've learned it. And I tell you, it came through the enemy bullying me and trying to run encouragement right out of my life. And I'm going to share this with you today. I know what it will take to move away from the loud voice of discouragement and toward a time of great productivity. That's where I'm heading you to. Because mm-hmm. discouragement is a loud voice. Yeah, It's hollering everywhere you look and every time you take a step. But God is moving you toward a time of great productivity. Well, first of all, I want to say that discouragement will invariably wrap its life-sucking tentacles around a man or a woman who chooses to walk by faith rather than by sight. When you choose, when you make that stance, I'm telling you, the enemy comes and tries to bully and have such a loud voice. With their circumstances, failures, people, finances. Oh, he just bombards you. And they're just tentacles all around. Because you've decided to walk by faith and not by sight. If you are extracting emotional and spiritual stability from your circumstances, it's certain you will live in a perpetual state of dismay and even hopelessness. No, no, you cannot extract your emotional and spiritual stability from the outside. Uh, it comes from the inside. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, you can't live like that. And the most effective strategy for warding off despair and rebuking disappointment is simply keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus and his powerful promises. Absolutely. If you're going to walk by faith, let me tell you, you're going to have to mix faith with the word of God and that you'll begin to see the manifestation of what God has promised in your life. Oh, yes. And you won't be left with an armload of nothing, Proverbs 23 and 18 says. That's the only way that you can begin to think about the word, that you can declare the word, that you can begin to expect the word of God. That's the only way that faith will become down in your heart. How? When you begin to use, get your eyes fixed on Jesus and his powerful promises, getting in the word of God. Beginning to read that word and apply that word in your daily living. That one verse. Don't try to do Genesis to Revelation. Uh Uh-uh. Just get you one verse and get that one verse that really, I like to say, kicked you in your belly. That one verse that you conceived and became pregnant with it. Memorize it. Declare it out of your mouth. Expect God to do it. 
Oh, when you begin to do that, there's no time for discouragement. That loud voice of the bully, I'm telling you, when faith comes in, fear gets on a run. <laughs> that loud bullying voice that brings fear. Oh, that's all he's doing. He's got to go. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and his powerful promises. Start reading your Bible. Open it up and read a scripture in that. It is life in that Bible. Yes, it is. John 6 and 63 says, mm -hmm, Jesus said it. Look at it. Jesus said it. He said, my words, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The second jarring lesson that I learned while sojourning this wasteland of melancholy in the discouragement that the enemy comes to bring a child of God from moving forward into the life that God has chosen for you. Oh, I can talk on it today. Oh, but I'm telling you how to fight this spirit of discouragement. You, do you know Moses spoke to the sons of God and to the sons of Reuben with these challenging words in Numbers 32 and verse 7. He said, and why would you discourage the hearts of the children of Israel from going over into the land which the Lord has given to them? Why? Why would you have such negative things to say? Why would you be looking at the negative, speaking the negative, seeing the negative, instead of looking at the promises of God, seeing what Jesus has said? It is vital that you don't allow discouragement to determine your direction or your timing. They said, no, we can't go over there now. Uh -uh, no, we'll be eating up. They'll see us as grasshoppers. Do not allow what others, those around you are saying when they are discouraged and you allow them to discourage you and keep you from moving forward, keep you from moving in a direction and a timing of God. People of God, this is a timing of God. This is a timing of God in this hour and the Holy Spirit will direct. He will lead. He will guide you. For what? Productivity. What kind? Great productivity. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's time. It is time. So you got to realize you will only move into your God-ordained destiny when you turn down the volume on discouragement and raise the level of your praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. One of my sisters, every time she pulled up into the lot of the church, oh, she'd have her radio so loud. Woo! Church hadn't started. She wasn't interfering with the services. And the security and different ones would gather around her. And they weren't gathering around her to see, is anything wrong? Is everything? No, 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 no. The praises, they were so loud. I'm telling you, she was letting every discouragement of sickness, every discouragement of pain, she had turned up. Her level of praise. And she had some loud music going. But whatever it takes, mm, turn down the volume of discouragement and focus on Jesus and his promises. Turn it down. Turn it down. Number three, a lesson I've learned from this dreaded enemy of discouragement. Discouragement is that he never builds anything lasting in a person's life. Never. Whatever discouragement does, it's not going to last. Ezra, the fourth chapter. Then the people of the land demoralized the people of Judah and terrified them while building. In Ezra, mm -hmm. see, there they were, rebuilding, getting ready for the new normal. And the native tongue of discouragement is fear. I told you, it's fear. While the people of God were always meant to speak a language of hopes and dreams. If you truly want to build something, if you truly want to be greatly productive, Something that will last with the investment of your life. 
you will use the building blocks of joy and peace to do so. Oh yes, that you're always uplifting, that you're always encouraging, that you're always comforting, that you're always giving joy, that you're always giving love, that you're always giving peace. Oh yes, joy and peace. You'll be those building blocks. Yeah, that's what you're going to build with. And the building will go up and your future shall come to pass and it shall be great. Finally, the way you can at last win the battle over discouragement is by choosing to worship the Lord in spite of the way that you feel. Ooh. Oh, I tell you, at worship and praise time at our church, I tell you, I be wanting to get out there in the praise and the worship because you know what? I know that every bit of the discouragement, every war and spiritual battle that I've been in, everything that the enemy has been attacking me and coming against me with, I know. I give myself, I give myself wholly over to the Lord and get joyful and peace in that praise and worship. I want you to know everything the enemy has done is gone. It can't last. That battle of discouragement cannot last when I choose to worship the Lord in spite of the way that I feel. I still lift up my hands. I still open my mouth and offer God if it's the sacrifice of praise. Do it. Whatever it takes. Mm. In spite of the way you feel, do it. Isaiah 61 and 3. You've heard this scripture throughout the last few weeks, but I got to read it again because it is a commandment from God. A lot of people look at it and they just think about it's encouragement, but it's a commandment. It's a commandment to be encouraged, to preserve those who mourn in Zion, to give to them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Mm. Your life was always meant to be a life that was a showcase for the splendor and glory of the Lord. You were never intended to be a vessel of discouragement, but God created you to reveal his glory, both in the wilderness and in times of ease and stability. Discouragement was never meant to be a companion for you, a child of the Most High God. You were made to be accompanied by faith and hope during your days on earth. Oh, well, whew. my prayer for you is that you will shout down discouragement with the joy of the Lord, with the promises of God, and with a song in your heart that you will not determine your direction in life by what you see in the natural, but by the character of God. There is greatness in you, and you shall produce greatly in Jesus' name. Oh, I decree and I declare that you will build something beautiful and something lasting because the one who made you is able to complete it. I declare that marvels, wonders, and extraordinary manifestations of God's greatness will be commonplace in your life in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Dash is connecting to millions of people all over the globe. And we are asking our listeners to help us continue to further our reach by giving. Through your generous gift and donations, it helps us to disseminate this podcast to your location and all over the world. And since DASH is a 501c3 organization, every generous gift is tax deductible. To learn more, 
please email us at IamCarolDixon at gmail.com. For we want to serve billions of people positively, productively, and prayerfully. We want to thank you for being a part of the Dash community. For you are the very best part of Dash Podcast. And remember, Dash is always on.